Hey, Perfectly Acceptable Podcast. This is Trevor from Infinity Content. Longtime listener, first time caller. The boys down here in the bunker wanted to hear your thoughts on the recent Naomi character that's been released. Curious to hear what you and the rest of the gang think of first appearance characters like Naomi and their pricing and staying power. We just had the DC New Age of Heroes, one of the last ones finally peter out on their runs. And they didn't seem to last too long when they had an event that they were based off of. And we also had Scott Snyder's Duke Thomas, The Signal. He also was introduced all the way through New 52 and finally was brought in as a hero in DC Rebirth. Yet both him and the New Age of Heroes haven't seemed to stick around as well as a character like Naomi. So we were wondering to hear what your thoughts were, if it was something that had to do with the writers or if it was just perfect timing that made these characters not last and characters like Naomi be such a big success after only four issues. Love to hear your thoughts. Bye. I've got thoughts about that. Yeah? I guess I'll have to save them for that. For, yeah. that, for that show. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that other podcast. Like, they, they were on to something. It's, I mean, it's something some, I've been telling Colton about for the last couple of days is, I mean, yeah, with all those new age heroes just kind of done and yeah. other characters just not sticking around. But it's just one writer that comes in and says, I want to make a character that's centered in the DC universe. Yeah. yeah. Like, listen, they already announced they were going to do that with one of the DC New Age of Heroes titles. That was unexpected. They're, they were saying oh. it's going to have everything to do with the, cri- the crisis events. Like, as you're reading, they'll learn about how they're involved in the crisis events that have happened in the past. And it didn't stick around. I get. Yeah, I think it was the, the lowest selling of those books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they just didn't push advertising enough for them, didn't have enough faith, too many releases at once, where Bendis comes in and says, one character tied everything. One and, character to rule them all. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it's a constant questioning thing, and I've had multiple talks with people on my Instagram account. It's very interesting. But we're not here about that. I just want to get that out of the way and to let people know that the Perfectly Acceptable Podcast is a Comics Place podcast, and they should always check it out. Those, 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 those group of guys have some great talks about weekly issues that come out. But here, this is the Infinity Content Podcast. I've got the wrong introduction up here, but welcome back for those of you listening. Where this is the Infinity Content Podcast, where half the population may have not survived uh, <laughs> Thanos's big old snap, but all that content that's been lying around is still there for us to gobble up and consume and come together and talk about. So I'm Trevor, helping host this podcast. I'm joined by someone who you know is created purely for the destruction of comics nothing will get in his way <laughs> miles of devastation of stores lay in his wake uh, super doom super <laughs> colton hello you make me sound like a tasmanian devil mixed with like a level five hurricane it's a one-track mind comics what does he want comics what can stop him nothing <laughs> i know i just got you know red vision <laughs> Just tear him apart, just like uh, one of the big characters we're going to talk about today. Exactly. And we're also joined by our comic expert of the group, knowledgeable beyond years, witness the rise and fall of multiverse and multiverse. <laughs> it's Roman. It's like the comic monitor. He is the comic monitor. <laughs> I want to be a comic anti-monitor. Oh, man. The comic uxus. Destroy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, today we're gathering to talk about the death of Superman. Colton, this was your... Backup pick after we realized Spider-Man Blue is kind of a tricky one to get a hold of. Yeah, uh, definitely out of print. Uh, very expensive, and you know I don't necessarily feel like it's uh, right to talk about a book that nobody can get access to beyond YouTube videos because you should support your local comic book store. We should. 
We definitely should do that. So this was your pick, but we still had to wait on this one because <laughs> some fucker here is like, let's read this one. We're like, cool. He's like, mine will be a, mine will show up in a couple weeks. I got the omnibus. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> but here we are talking about Death of Superman. I have been sitting on this one. I wasn't sure when I wanted to start it. I've, I've got the full collection of the death, the return, all in trade form. I've even got the omnibus that they advertise as the lead-up to the death of Superman, hmm. like collection of stories. But I'm really excited to talk about this one. I mean, I love Superman, and this was this was a big event, I understand. just didn't know when I wanted to start into it. But, yeah, here we go. We're going to talk about it. So, <coughs> death of Superman, it starts out with, you know, a nice field clearing. Then you get some... Some basic dialogue somewhere on Earth. Like, I mean, these are some great title cards for future movies. I don't know why DC didn't do this the way Marvel does when they, you know, announce what set pieces they're doing in big letters, just somewhere on Earth. I love Where it. Are you? Oh, okay. And everybody can relate to it, you know. Yeah. You oh, get. I, I love the, but I love the, the pages leading up. Oh to yeah, that, the pages leading up. I missed the, that one. Yeah, just punching. You just see a glove fist to... punching, and it keeps growing spiked protrusions over and over, and it's just unrelentingly, unstoppably, Doomsday is coming. Just crang, crang, crang. Never explains what's he, what he's in. And it looks like he's uh, breaking through some, like, Hulk gloves. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, bursting out of the Hulk. He outgrew his Hulk hands that he purchased from Walmart. Uh, but a big fist breaks out of some metal structure underground and makes his way into the out into an opening clearing. And is ready to <coughs> ready to do whatever he's doing. It's a man in a weird green suit wrapped in wires. He's got bones protruding from his knuckles. He looks like a Skeletor of giant version of Negative Man. I I love his like weird suit design that he's wearing. It's kind of cool looking. Uh, meanwhile, you've got Superman flying around while this kid's buying spray paint to sit, look for his mom. He feels like abandoned her him, but didn't. Wasn't he... there a big section of dialogue about like the paint glowing, and then he <laughs> uses it in like daylight? Yeah, gets her man's attention. Yeah. Well, yeah. the paint glowing was as he's using it to mark arrows. So once he finds his mama, they can get out of the dark tunnels together. Yeah. He wasn't it's... planning on using it to notify Superman. He was just looking to track down his mama. Yeah. Apparently, there's this underworld of weird underworlders. This weird uh, monsters and mutants. But, we don't know what and, they are. But they also mentioned that they're war worlders too. Some oh, of yeah. them. So I was so I was saying, okay, Apocalypse is involved with this you, off the bat. Do you think it's really ironic that these war worlders that like one of the guys there has a peace sign shirt? Well, that's a human. Oh, oh that's yeah. where, that's where, like our guy later, right? Yeah. Like, Some informant. of these are abducted people that oh. just live because there's also an underworld. is like an underground city. It's like underground Seattle, you know, but bigger apparently and drier and drier. <laughs> we definitely tell this came out in '92 and got the clothes Lois is wearing. Oh, shoulder, yeah, shoulder, yeah, pads. shoulder pads, <laughs> weird little pixie boots, their jeans. It's very interesting. Uh, you cut back, so it's nice how this opening starts. Is you get these constant back and forth between what's happening in Metropolis, meanwhile, with this mysterious figure who's walking. And I also love that this character that you know is going to be Doomsday later has also got one arm tied behind his back this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't broken out of these restraints. Uh, crushes a bird, very sad, but he laughs in this. Yeah. I've never seen Doomsday in an animated film or anything laugh. Yeah, and I'd forgotten that. That yeah, in these original issues, he does laugh quite a lot actually. Yeah, he's always killing so much. He he and the Joker should team up. He just loves (laughs) killing. Yeah. What do you think that laugh sounds like? I feel like it's like uh, I. I like that kind of laugh, like muffled. You sound like Bane from Dark Knight. Yeah, it's Bane laugh. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I love them. I love his design. Just it's, you know, it's the so, one arm behind his back. It's and, so interesting. And I remember when these came out, and we were yeah, we were all like, "What is this guy? Is, is he from Apocalypse?" That's what we all thought, maybe. But. Yeah, because that was gonna be we were gonna ask you is I don't know I have I haven't got to the other volumes yet. I wanted to like wait and do them all together, but they never say in this. Do they? They never explain where he comes from, what he is. Oh, maybe maybe my omnibus. That Can shed I, some light on it? Yeah, uh, here, let me get some wisdom. Yeah, I, there was a uh, scene where Guy is talking with one of the guardians, but he's yellow, so I'm not sure if it's a Green Lantern guardian or that whatever. That would be another thing we get to. But uh, they told him that they th- were worried that it might have been another one of the guardians who had created him, that they like one went rogue and did it. That'd be interesting. I mean, there, I've heard different things. I mean, one of the animated films I watched, they talked about how he was made on Apocalypse and then sent to Earth to kill Superman. He was a doomsday or dark side weapon. Another one was like, I think New 52 talked about it. He was created by creating a thing and then killing it and then recreating it mm-hmm. over and over again until evolution naturally yeah. made it the strongest thing. I really like that storyline. Yeah, that's, that's the origin that I, that I actually, I had to Google it that I like the best because I think that was the first origin. I, in, well, in, in Primeval Krypton, this guy was not from Krypton, an alien went there did this experiment. testing ground? Yeah, yeah, with this baby who instantly got killed in the Kryptonian environment, and he just, it was a test tube baby. Yeah. And then he just kept on putting new versions, and each time it would adapt more and more to the environment. Uh, it sounds like what uh, people who are uh, anti-choice think about. Uh, people who want women to have control of their own bodies, that that's <laughs> yeah. what they do. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Not to get political. Uh, <laughs> why, so, is, why is he not an injustice character? That's why. I, yeah, I, he, no, uh, Doomsday. Like, he what was he been in Justice One? <laughs> was he? Yeah. Oh, he must have been DLC. Uh, I don't think he was. Was oh. he? I mean, he was like a mind controlled character in one. Like he was made docile. Oh, I just I'm just imagining like just big spikes thrown everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised he hasn't shown up again uh, since. Like it would have been cool to see him in that new Bendis event with man like Rogal, Zar, and stuff fighting. That was something they brought up like in that Wikipedia entry because they were like, I guess the new fifty or. New Future 2 slash Rebirth hasn't actually said if Superman was killed by Doomsday, if that happened. Though I think well, they Superman's did. referred to it. They, yeah, I think in Action Lois, Comics. Yeah, in like in Action Comics they do because what they say is the Superman that took over after the New 52 one died is he is from this. This is him. Yeah. And he survived it. <laughs> so Lois is worried the last time he went and did this he didn't come back. So it is... It's not his doomsday. It's the New 52's doomsday is what I thought it was. Hmm. And then he survived, so it's like he's hoping to have experience. But then there was the other doomsday in New 52 that he fought. So maybe, no, I think <laughs> – what I think – I'm going to have to read Action Comics 9, was it like 47 all over again? I think this doomsday makes an appearance at the beginning of Action Comics Rebirth because the New 52 one died. Hmm. So it's the original two facing off again. Kind of thing. Tuesday, he... what's he got to do? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, we get a uh, Superman's going back to his Clark Kent identity. I, what a weird landing he does in this. Like this panel, I just I love yeah, his arms what? are out. Yeah, he's like, safe, doing a squat position. Safety first, you know, all it, hands and legs all it, the same it time. It looks like he's about to like do what birds do best when they fly from the sky, <laughs> and drop a super deuce. Yeah, sometimes the art. Because I was I was never a big fan of John Bogdanov. Bogdanov. Bogdanovich. No, it's just Bogdanov. Bogdanov. <laughs> Bogdanov. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, I kind of liked the art. It was like this. I mean, it definitely felt '90s. It was the <laughs> writing that I thought was so oh, yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it yeah, just super, like super some pretty rough patches. Yeah, when you get to like the JLA with like all the babe comments, I'm just like, geez, yeah. so, what a product. 
Uh, we get Lois Lane going, sneaking into the underground because she gets a mysterious letter. She does some karate and tries to kick a man made of rocks who looks like the thing mixed with Doomsday. Yeah. And that that went over well. Uh, so she gets abducted. Good job, Lois. Meanwhile, Doomsday is just breaking trees, you know, down with down with trees. He has a definite uh, Batman zero year moment. Yeah, he is he is at peak tree punching form. Uh, the kid that got the glowing spray paint at the beginning, looking for his mom, realizes the underworld people probably don't have him or her, so he makes a big spray paint S to single Superman who shows up. He's like, did good, kid. Let me go down there. And he just starts wrecking everybody, like just beating the crap out of him, puts a grenade in rock thing, do- doomsday thing's mouth. Luckily, that didn't kill him. Doomsday thing. Dooms thing. Doom thing. Uh, so he manages to take out everybody, rescue Lois, solve the underworld problem, and then that story basically concludes. Meanwhile, Doomsday crossing the street didn't look both ways. Now he's got to deal with the semi truck with Optimus Prime. Yeah, he, <laughs> Doomsday versus Optimus Prime, the first crossover with Transformers. Here we go. How does it go? Doomsday wins with one arm tied behind his back, laughing. <laughs> like that. Uh, then you've got, is this like Oberon down here on the bottom page listening on the radio? He's yeah, just, Justice he's, League headquarters. He's just like the JLA's yeah, cause, yeah, cause at the time, radio man. Well, the, yeah, at the time Mr. Miracle and Bardo were part, part of, of it. this Justice oh, League. I, like I would have yeah. loved to have seen them in this. Yeah, he's yeah, like their communications tech guy. That's cool. <laughs> Good job. Uh, so then you've got, he gets the radio thing and alerts the JLA. Next, pa- next chapter, here lies Earth's greatest hero. Uh, you've got Booster Gold rescuing some civilians with another character named Maxima. Maxima. I forgot to look her up. Yeah, she was in the League at the time. She was from Almarak. She was an so, alien that I think originally came to Earth to, like, mate with Superman or something. And no. He had to put her off that. Because yeah. it sounds like she's, like, the next strongest thing to Superman in this. Yeah. yeah. The way they describe super, her. Super powerful. Well, she, they also, the way Almarak, and then she says her species like it almost sounds like all Americans yeah it almost does Yeah, and I'm like is this supposed to be like the ideal like what they were envisioning for yeah. the ideal woman like all strong Amer- woman my planet of all I Americans I will have it yeah, yeah. And, she, and I don't even remember her being in the Justice League but I mean she was like, I feel like around she, for a couple of years and disappeared yeah I feel like she hasn't been uh, referenced much since no. then either but no. I, I there's a couple characters I recognize Fire I remember from like the Justice League animated show Ice Yep. From New 52 uh, and the Red Lantern storyline. Yeah, then you got Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle. But then there's some dude named Bloodwind who, okay. that's I, a, I can tell you all about Bloodwind. And Guy Gardner when he was. Metal name. So Guy Gardner. The, the, except this was when he was a character. I think he'd been kicked, kicked out of the core, but he has a yellow ring, which I don't remember if that was like a. It's not a, it's not a Sinestro ring. ring. It's like no. a yeah, accordion ring, I guess. Maybe, because he was going by the name Warrior then. He wasn't a lantern. Warrior? Warrior? Yeah. No. Warrior. I think I said lawyer for a second. Oh, I was like, lawyer. Really <laughs> well, I remember, so <laughs> I, I kind of remember reading a Wikipedia article a long time ago about this, because I remember there was also, he became another thing where he had like some kind of alien DNA in him where he could shift his body, because that was right. the beginning of Jeff Johns' run, yeah. and they like got it out of his system, and he became a Green Lantern again. Yeah. So he's went through a lot of different iterations. He has. But yes. I, what I find interesting is you don't hear much about Guy Gardner talked about, but in this especially, the large majority of civilians prefer Guy Gardner over Superman 
in talks. They they see him as the ideal superhero. Yeah, yeah. He was like at the highest popularity. Then he had he had his own bar called Warriors. Yeah, and he's just just a he's just a, a he's guy, just a dude, a guy, a guy who you know <laughs> is just kind of kind of a little. A little too, a little too much machismo. <laughs> I'm just like kind of confused yeah. by his character because he hates Batman. He kind of hates Superman. So I'm like, who do you like? Because that's kind of like the two himself. ends of the spectrum. He likes <laughs> himself, but I think he might like Hawkman because Hawkman was kind of a conservative jerk too. Yeah, <laughs> but I like Guy Gardner. I mean, I definitely like the newer Guy Gardner that they've done since yeah. New Fifty Two, oh, yeah. and Me recently too. he's so much better and more enjoyable to read about. Uh. But this one is just like, oh, man, this guy. Geez. This guy right here. <laughs> this guy. Uh, so you've got them handling <laughs> civilians at JLA. While, meanwhile, mm-hmm. Superman's getting an interview done by Cat Grant. So you get more of these. I like. I love the jumping back and forth it gets before yeah. they actually get to Superman Doomsday. Yeah, they do, they do build up, up the, uh, the tension with Doomsday and everything. Mm-hmm. I like the way they did that. Yeah. So Blue Beetle and the rest of the JLA are tracking down this de- like this monster that's causing all this damage and their blue beetle ship which looks kind of like a frog with extra two legs yeah, no no wings I mean, I mean, that's no his, wings yeah. that's his bug which in all other comics it looks you know like a bug like, like a, bug. a big beetle yeah in the newer <laughs> comics it looks like beetle. a yeah this looks like a four like a six-legged frog it does I'm like all right cool i mean i kind of like it but cool <laughs> uh, i like how all these characters i think in the vehicle can fly <laughs> and yet none of them are yeah. <laughs> well, something I liked about like the Justice League animated show is Superman was always flying in the jet with everybody buckled up. I'm like, you can fly. You can literally fly. Yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about taking oh, a missile, yeah, yeah. but now you're just sitting in a vehicle that can get blown but up. He just wants to be there with his super best friends. Yeah, I guess. He's super coach. <laughs> uh, so while they're tracking him down, they finally manage to get caught up after Doomsday. Man, he just kills animals. Like so sad. He kills a little yeah, deer. Every, everything he meets. But you get a you get a better like full shot of his design with his like weird wiring and piping surrounding him, like his arms still tied behind his back. Like I really like his weird suit design and whatever that was all about. Yeah. But they the the frog the frog beetle ship spots him, so they end up trying to go after him, but then frog beetle ship gets destroyed instantly. Like it goes from zero to one hundred for them real fast. <laughs> and you get Action, action is on. So JLA versus Doomsday. So I think it's Guy Garner's the one that names him Doomsday. I thought it was Booster. It might, yeah, it might have actually been Booster. I think it's like after Guy Garner gets the shit kicked out of him, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, Superman's still having his, you know, discussion of the JLA and why he's not more popular role. Why, why does why does he not like Guy Gardner? Like, kind of thing. Guy Gardner tries to go in for a swing, meanwhile, and then, yeah, things just go south so fast, like, instantly gets taken down. Yeah. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, you get introduced. I didn't notice this kid showed up at this early on in the chapter, but there's this kid with a backwards hat and long hair and kind of a kind of a tool up at the top right. Yeah. Yeah, we see him later. later. God, what a though, terrible though character. his dialogue is definitely written by, like, a dude in his 40s trying, trying to, to be a 90s like teen. teen. Yeah, like, and just so garbage. Like, Gosh, so, mom. Yeah, so unreasonable. Uh, meanwhile, you've got all these characters fighting. Bloodwind takes a swing, gets knocked into a big explosion. By Lex something. Lex Oil? Lex Ohio. Yeah, goes through a 
fair or something. Uh, but meanwhile, so this is something that yeah, I like Bloodwind. Blue Beetle goes and checks on him, and then Blue Beetle's like, oh, my God, Bloodwind must be ick, and then just gets beaten down. Ooh. We never find out what Bloodwind is. We never do. Roman, oh, what is Bloodwind? Do you want me to... Spoilers. Oh, do you want me to spoiler reveal me. what Bloodwind is? Spoiler. This podcast is all about spoilers. Okay. Okay. I mean, it is I need that conclusion. I'm going to still read the rest. <laughs> of the, I'm going to still read the rest of the stories, anyways. Yeah, and I forget why because they explain it in the Justice League comics and stuff. But Bloodwind was actually Martian Manhunter. That's oh. what you know. What I was actually going to say. <laughs> I thought he filled the the niche for Martian Manhunter yeah, for the team because yeah. he's a telepath. He flies. He does. He has all the yeah, manhunterisms. He's, he's just hiding his Martian manner. Yeah, and I forget why well, well, he, he he had the Bloodwind identity for a while because he kept it a secret from everybody. And mm-hmm. I think eventually, I think Superman oh. finds out, or no, somebody sees him like changing between the two, like in secret, and and spills the beans. Interesting. Like, I forget why he did this. Why would he be a JLA member and choose to be black? Like, I feel like that's like not a good choice with. Especially 90s racist America. I feel like they talk about that in the Supergirl comics, too, because his alternate identity, I guess, no, because from what I remember from old animated stuff, he's always a detective, like some white detective dude named John. Yeah. But in recent stuff, he's always taking the identity of a a black guy lately. Mm -hmm. Even in the Supergirl CW show, he chose to be a black guy and metaphored it with being, like, persecuted and stuff, and that's why he chose it. Well, I always like interesting. The, I forget when it, which run it was, but at some point in the late '90s or to early 2000s, I don't know. They had a story story where they revealed that John has multiple human identities, and yeah. even, even like some it, are like uh, non-human, like a cat or something. The JLA <laughs> that, that he's always done because the JLA so he deluxe can, like, Study humans all over the planet and just oh, be an observer. Yeah, the JLA deluxe edition with like Aquaman, Black Canary, Flash, and all of them. He has all those multiple identities, and you find out he was all these identities hmm. that they kept talking to in their civilian lives, and then they find out that he's been keeping tabs and like. The Manhunter nope, conspiracy nope on them and stuff. <laughs> so it was kind of his own version of what Batman was doing was finding their strengths and weaknesses. He was doing that himself just because he wanted yeah. to be cautious. And they were giving him grief for that in the very beginning and decided to forgive him. Yeah, just well, that's cool. Keeping tabs. Yeah, I like and I like the idea that and that he has been doing that for decades. Like, yeah, like he's a cat, a cat <laughs> house in Japan just so he can observe Japanese culture and <laughs> so, yeah, learn want, about humans. I want it to be that it turns out he's been every super pet. Like all along, he's been like bat dog, bat cow, uh, what, streaky? Is that streaky, the streaky yeah. with Supergirl's cat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Oh man, double checking. You purred on my chest while I slept. <laughs> Could you, you? You watched me do things. You clawed up my couch. <laughs> yes, I was a very good cat. <laughs> so convincing. Uh, so Doomsday's still. Walloping on all of them, and Superman finally catch, catches wind of what's going on with the Justice League. Blue Beetle might be dead. Yeah, look at uh, the way he's. I mean, it looks like his back's broken. Apparently, he's just was put in a coma. But yeah, like he like hit the ground. It doesn't obviously look like anything that's holding his back up. But he's yeah. like doing some yeah, yoga pose where his body's lifting up. It's downward oh, dog, except reverse. Reverse. Let's <laughs> uh, that Batman yeah. treatment. Up, upward dog. So they're worried that he might be dead. Booster Gold tries to go in to avenge his his best buddy and gets hit so hard he goes flying, like far enough away that Superman's able to catch him. Oh, there's where he says it. Except it's funny because Booster says it as he's flying through the air and he's thinking to himself, wonder if that rubber-suited powerhouse is biological or some kind of doomsday Doomsday machine. machine. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then that darn blood one must write his mind. Oh, then when <laughs> Superman catches him, that's when Booster says it out loud. It's yeah. like Doomsday's here. Interesting naming time. <laughs> I feel like Booster Gold should throw out that. He's like, I'm the one that named Doomsday, remember? Yeah, being Booster, he should be. Like, <laughs> I copyrighted that. <laughs> yeah. Copyright. Uh, so you cut back to wow, that's Blue Beetle still looking dead. Nipple. Yeah, with a big, giant areola. Giant blue nipple. At first I thought that was what, <laughs> like a bruise, I guess. I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> it, we don't know Doomsday's on too. I feel like that's true. A giant purple nipple. I mean, it could be a giant restraints weren't you know somebody nipple. else doing that. Yeah. Uh, so you've got uh, Maxima just is like yeah, she's over. It. Doesn't give a fuck. Ice is like we need to get him a hospital. You have to take him there. You can fly and all this stuff. She's like, nah, I want to go fight. She's like, you owe me. <laughs> she looks. Nah, I want to fight. She looks so much like Jean Grey. What? It, what do you mean? Like the giant red hair, the outfit colors? Like, what oh, do you yeah. mean? What? It's all the same colors. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Red, and ye- ye- red, yellow, and green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two, two versus one. All right. Okay. Don't see. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see what you're talking about. They're not stealing ideas from each other. Come on. That's true. No, uh, never. So you just see all the Justice League just lying on the ground unconscious, but she finally agrees to take. Blue Beetle to the hospital, so Ice goes to track down Doomsday, and then you get this this darn teenager again. Oh, look, he's listening to metal. Listen metal to, death. Yeah, metal death. Skateboarding. Backwards hat. Heavy metal shirt. Blowing, blowing uh, big bubbles with the gum. Goes in, and like he's like, oh, I can't wait to hear my mom. Like, so annoying to hear my mom say, how was your day? What have you been up to? She goes in, how are you doing? Being super nice. Got any soda? No, I've been taking care of the baby. Just a real... Fucking turd of a kid, like I know. I'm like, if I was her, I would beat the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> this kid fucking does. I was hoping this kid was gonna get smacked down. I mean, he, I guess he kind of gets it. Though. He kind of gets it because yeah. change of heart. It was and, kind of a touching scene. I mean, he does lip off to her, makes her mom cry. And... Yeah, then at the end, like he's like, oh, I kind of regret saying that. <sighs> yeah, man, Boy, a little punk. But then you get ragdolled. Uh, Justice League member Ice get thrown through the window. <laughs> Just right into the house. Right into the flower sugar, like lands on the countertop. Still one arm behind his back, Doomsday, wrecking everything. So he shows up, he starts smashing, but thankfully Superman gets there in time with Booster Gold. And then Doomsday proceeds to start beating up Superman and it brings down this yeah, I random family's he, house. He kicks him Superman right in the stomach and sends him through the house. Yeah. And it's pretty funny too that I mean the art's pretty good in this particular issue, but that one scene of is Superman's being bashed through the house, it shows ice on the counter, and it looks uh-huh. like her head is twisted around. Yeah, yeah, she definitely but we looked know she's okay, pretty she's dead. Around. Well, I thought she was gonna be pretty more dead because after he knocked her through the house, he yeah. comes in and just like crunches right on her ribs, like punches oh, yeah. down. Yeah, I don't know how well, it looks like the Kool Aid Man right now. Oh, yeah, survive that. She doesn't have any invulnerability or anything, she just no. creates ice stuff. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, a lot of these, uh. Very invulnerable people take some pretty uh, big hits and do yeah. okay. Yeah, there's a scene later where it shows Doomsday like basically like just stomping right over Guy Gardner, Gardner's unconscious. Yeah, him. and Booster Gold and Children's out. He gets like pretty much mulched, like turned yeah. into gush at one point. Uh, but then you've got all the Justice Leaguers combining their long range energy beam powers, all shooting, landed on. Uh, finally, two of them kind of power down because they're out of energy, so you lose fire, you lose booster gold. Guy Gardner suggests, you know, 
calling it calling it a break. There's no way, but no, Doomsday's got both arms now, and he's ready to fight even more. And you see his part of his face for the first time. And have yeah. beautiful blue eyes, the perfect blue eyes. Mm, you know, mm. All those, all and those, great. all that good calcium he's consumed. He's, he's got some strong, strong bones. Yeah, he's a great character design. I mean, just nasty, nasty, nasty. <sighs> the hair, though, I, I feel <laughs> weird about the ponytail. Oh well, yeah, the hair is the weird. They, they didn't, they didn't have to do that. Except it was nineties, they did. Yeah, everybody had had to have long hair. I don't know. It looks better in this than it does like in the new. Like when they get like, like a full like braid. <laughs> yeah, like a one little tiny wisp of like long white hair. Uh, so then, yeah, he continues to beat on. Booster Gold, Guy Gardner. What's Do you think up? the white hair is like an homage to the, like the Guardian's hair? That like kind of that like color that they have. Well, like if you look at it, like kind of has like even like the same shape. Like when you see like half of it like flowing down, it's like the Guardian's like a little like, you know. Was well, that where you're saying like the evidence might be the Guardians made him? Mm-hmm. Could no, be. that one weird alien scientist dude made him. That's the origin I'm going with. That's what the origin <laughs> I want to go with too. Is that he was because right. he's just so cruel, you know, and this Test poor little baby thing, thing keeps on getting killed and coming back. So that's why it hates everything. If they made Doomsday, you think they would have learned their lesson after the Manhunters kind of thing on Oa? Yeah, like, come yeah, on, Manhunters and what was the other one they screwed up? The First yeah. Lantern. Yeah, the First Lantern. Voltum. <laughs> Guardians. Yeah, they screw up a lot. They screw up a lot, and then decide <laughs> you know, to he, bail it on. Uh, yeah, like every seventy years or so, they blame do it on something. I'll say you can only become wise after making many, many mistakes. Well, then you get like that. Uh, that Hal Jordan Rebirth run. They end it with like all the remaining Guardians that weren't Guardians, uh, the ones that were sent to like guard the First Lantern, and then Ganthet's the actual only remaining member with his like wife. But then they say, like, oh, the old Guardian's really fucked up. Like, we can't let that happen. Like, we need to listen to our lanterns. We need to be better, be better judgment. From now on, we're going to be the new Guardians. And then immediately, as soon as Grant Morrison's run is, they're total dicks. <laughs> like, off the bat. It's like, or I think it was, like, the last couple issues of even, like, the Green Lanterns, Jessica Cruz and Simon. Like, as soon as they get those Guardian robes on, they're totally just not listening. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know. Like, never learn from your mistakes, huh? Nope. <laughs> or it's just the robes. Maybe the robes are corrupting. They're evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're evil robes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that should be the next storyline. Uh, so Doomsday's beating the crap out of everybody. The house blows up belonging to this family. Yeah, this poor family, man. Oh, yeah. Good chimney, though. I love what he does yeah. to Booster, too. How he t- totally does this, like, WWE thing, sticks his head in the car oh, door and the car slams thing? the door. Yeah. Oh, man. What? Freaking, yeah, what a match. House. Yeah. Totally destroyed, except for like the chimneys all that's left. Yeah, that's a solid chimney. They use some real good brick there. Uh, so Superman gives chase to Doomsday and is trying to get him while ignoring the calls of this kid who's like, help my mom and baby sister or whatever, while the house is on fire. And he's like calling and Superman's actively trying to ignore it, which I think is very, very interesting. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, because, I mean, even in like current stuff, he will, like, yeah, yeah, the lives of millions are at stake, but he's like, he'll drop what he's doing and immediately go save someone real fast and yeah. get back to it. So that was very interesting yeah, that he bailed. House, I felt a little bit like, that's not Superman. Well, then he's like, oh, I thought they would have handled it. I didn't expect them all to be unconscious. Losers, like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Superman. So then he manages to kind of turn the tides real quick and then swoop down there in enough time to help whoever managed to wake up, assist, save the mom and the baby, get to the paramedics, and then Bloodwind just pieces out. He's like, see you later, dudes. Wish to be alone. And he's like, I'm as strong as you, but later. Yeah, see you later. Yeah. Uh, so Superman gives chase a little bit more after Guy Gardner tells him to go kick his ass. Uh, some helicopters get knocked down. 
some aerial combat, and then he shows up at uh, Kirby County. So they're in Texas at this point, I'm guessing. So it's Kirby County. And I'm seeing a lot of stars. Uh, yeah, on these a lot cops. of stars, and then uh, <laughs> big hats, yeah. bigger gun, and then they say like, "Hot damn, these old, <laughs> these good old boys are tearing up Main Street." <laughs> so uh, Kirby County. So they're traveling across the United States to get to Metropolis on the East Coast. Great tour, yeah. tour of the nation, world tour. <laughs> oh, that na- the national tour. Here we go. Uh, more helicopters get taken down. Like helicopters are just the enemy in the DC universe. Easy targets. Uh, Maxima shows up, comes back for blood, and comes back to fight. You get next page. So we've, we're back in Metropolis. Lois Lane apparently can, you know, blackmail Jimmy or force Jimmy to drop whatever he's doing, Jimmy Olsen, and immediately come back and, and she go does take no pictures. She doesn't know karate. So she catches Jimmy Olsen in the act of being Turtle Boy. Is that is that a thing? Is that his real it's, eyes is what I want to know? Or is that like a cartoon effect? No, like, those are like fake eyes? On things. It's a reference to... Like in the 60s when he had his own series, he's always changing into things. And one of the things, the for some one. reason, magic or a serum or whatever, he did turn into Jimmy Olsen, giant turtle boy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that. apparently in this run, he has his own TV show. Sidetrack, before we, show. before we move up to the next thing, did you know he's getting a 12-issue maxi-series? No, Coming he up? is. Him and Lois Lane are getting their own 12-issue maxi-series. Lois Lane's going to be all about hard-hitting journalism, and his is... Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Cool, with all sorts of crazy wild things. Yeah, it's, they said that's Who, exactly his is going to be. And Lois Lane is going to be just journalism stuff. And her, watching the fake wow, news. Yeah. Who's going to write him? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I will text him to you when I remember. Oh, God, I wish Gail Simone for both. Internet is not working down here. Oh, I wish Gail Simone for that'd both. Be awesome. God, so good. I, that Punisher picture I showed you from War of the Realms. Uh, did you see? Did you read that issue? Yeah, number with, two. With Punisher's face. Yeah. Oh my God! It's like a thumb and a frog. Yeah, her like yeah. pissed off. Yeah, her, t- her Twitter <laughs> handle is still Punisher. Would be great if he smiled more. Just send that picture like like this. <laughs> this is this is like as far far opposite of what you want. It's so hilarious. So then we get this weird thing that Colt and I had no idea about. This Red, was... full bearded, all father looking Lex Luthor. <laughs> Who apparently is dating Supergirl? Yeah, Roman, and what is, is the, this? And is the son of the original Lex Luthor? Apparently, this was a surprise to me too because I completely forgot all of this happened. Um, and yeah, I had to Google it because I couldn't remember. Also, sweet L-shaped building. Yeah, <laughs> I wish sometimes they still do that. I, um, but yeah, yeah this Luther, name on it. <laughs> as as, as Wikipedia told me, this Luthor is it is Lex Luthor, but he had faked his death because in the run right before this. And this stems from John Burns' Man of Steel run. He had the kryptonite ring. Uh-huh. The kryptonite ring ended up giving him cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. So he faked his death in a plane crash because he was dying anyway because of the cancer. But it turned out he had cloned himself a new body, which is this. But he faked his death, and then and then this guy showed up saying he was claimed to be Lex Luthor's like illegitimate kid from Australia. Um, and that way Luther could still keep doing his stuff, but everybody he could pretend to be a nice guy and young and have hair and everything. Which I th- that's a really that was which, really the I whole. mean the nice <laughs> thing. I think the funny thing was Colton uh, earlier yesterday was asking me what the deal with this is Lex Luthor and then what the deal was with the Supergirl. And I was like, I don't know. And then immediately got answered for us like a couple issues later. At least the Supergirl part did for the most part. But this like, yeah, so they're dating. Yeah, he, and he, she's at that time. Supergirl was was she dead? That's what we were like. Crisis oh, she's dead from Crisis, and this she, and this was the first Supergirl after Crisis. 
and um, she's actually a like a protoplasmic shape shifting. It's like creation. a Durlin. She's not Durlin, but she has the same type of power. That's what we saw because he was, but she Col- was created in a lab. Colton was asking me. I was like, I know at one point there was sound like there was a Supergirl that came from. Some human girl somehow got Supergirl's powers, like yeah, a Carol Danvers or something. Linda Danvers. Linda Danvers. Supergirl's original name in the when she first appeared in the fifties, sixties, whatever. So like before Car- Carol. So so yeah, some other girl, human person, got became Supergirl. Yeah, and she shows up and she combines with this Supergirl, and then okay. there's this whole confusing like they're both Earth angels or something, and it gets really confusing. And then they disappear. <laughs> and then they all disappear. They disappear, and the regular original Supergirl comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It turned out this Supergirl turned against Lex originally, uh, eventually, because she found out she's a clone, and Lex had made more clones of her. Ah, oh, fun. Because he just wanted his own super person. I do <laughs> later on. I do definitely feel for the character. I do think she's kind of interesting as a yeah. character, although a bit convoluted. Yeah. 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 Well, it was. I mean, yeah. Throughout every time it cuts to it, she's like, she's like, I should go help. He's like, No, no, no. Yeah, you stay here. With, you stay with me. Uh, Superman gets controlling mail. Yeah, it's controlling mail. Superman gets in a fight at Lexmart. Basically, Maxima's there. Maxima and him aren't seeing eye to eye. She causes a big explosion, which lets Doomsday get away. Guardian shows up. I'm like, cool. What does this guy ever do? Oh yeah, Guardian. Uh, and like my experience with Guardian was love his design. Is like especially in the Young Justice show. Mm-hmm. I had no idea even back then he was so strongly tied to Cadmus. Yeah, I had no idea, yeah. and then it even blew my mind even Since, more. Like, the Jimmy Olsen series from the '60s, yeah, super he's cool. Been tied with that, but he's not. Uh, he's not like related to Roy Harper at all. Because in the Young Justice show, they have him related to Roy Harper. I want to say I think he is. He is a Harper? Um, yeah, they're like cousins. Cousins or yeah. his uncle or something. Because the original Guardian, this Guardian. Is a clone of the original Guardian, which they did. Which they character. did in the Young Justice, yeah. they cloned the Harper guy into yeah. another one that would be like docile or like mind controlled by them by Double X, which I didn't know mm-hmm. was another comic, actual comic character. Yep, from J- the Jimmy Olsen series. All Cadmus and everybody in Lethal it. Weapon. That's all from the Jimmy Olsen oh. series. That's cool. You know, Lethal Weapon before Mel Gibson, you know, became a raging anti-Semite. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice little Easter eggs there. Doomsday oh, I- irony because you know. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Doomsday's still smashing. Round two with Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime does not hold up well in the second fight. Uh, <laughs> Doomsday's got a grumpy looking. It looks like his bones make like a goat, like a goatee assault patch. Yeah, it does. And he's just. Mm. It's the nineties. It's the nineties. It all makes sense. Superman catches a guy in the air. It's so. In a, from, that guy's, he's in a car. That guy's monologue is so silly. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I must be. He just concludes, I must be asleep and dreaming because this couldn't possibly be really happening. <laughs> yeah, he just got really into that second Harry Potter really book. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Superman's tracking the destruction. We find out Doomsday's a big WrestleMania fan. <laughs> uh, he's really about it. He's like, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The only thing that stops him is that, that TV screen. Of uh, Major Mayhem. <laughs> Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah. See you in Metropolis, suckers. I feel like this is a prime opportunity for some, like, cross-advertisement to happen. Could have been. I mean, they cross-advertised Lethal Weapon. Uh, Superman shows up. Oh, this is Lexmart. You got Lois Lane and Jimmy up in a helicopter who have caught up and are now uh, just, you know, on scene getting the scoop. Supergirl's coming back to – cuts back to Supergirl saying, I should really be out there with Lex Luthor walking up for some reason now putting on a tie. I thought he had a tie on earlier. Like – I don't know. He is just 
full on head of hair, beard, <laughs> yeah, like mane. Lowing. Yeah, yeah, he is just. He's know, really digging it. He is really what do you call it? Majestic right now. Like oh, you yeah. could see him on a horse right now. Oh yeah. Like yeah, if you just cover him a little bit, like Harry looked like the main character from uh, Thundercats. Oh, dude, Lino. Oh, Lino. <laughs> dude, that'd be a cool crossover. Oh, yeah, if you're gonna make yourself a clone body. Go dude, all out. Yeah, give yourself a little bit extra. Like, why stop yeah. at just long red hair? Make yourself lion though. Like, <laughs> I have someone like kind of being like that thing on your shoulder. It's like he's doing something. Like, why stop there? Do it. <laughs> like, come on. A little devil on yeah. the shoulder. Just a fourth wall. You're just a you're a fourth wall imp breaking the just giving some <laughs> giving some heckling in the background. So Doomsday is on his way to Metropolis. Superman's starting to catch on to that and is now you know showing less restraint against Doomsday. You know, pouring it on a little bit more, knocks him into a what would be a what would you call it? A place that doesn't shouldn't have any, you know, danger there. Oh yeah. A into, rural into space. This, a rural space where into it's the side of this mountain that's supposed to be unoccupied. Yeah. But it turns out that's Cadmus. Okay, what is that for me? What is what? Cadmus. It's Cadmus, dude. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. For Roman, what is Cadmus? Because I don't even really know. I know it's like but, a Star Labs type thing. Yeah, the Cadmus project, it was uh Another Kirby creation on his run on Jimmy Olsen. It's uh, this secret project. It's not necessarily tied to any government or anything, but but I guess American tied maybe because it's in America. But it's this top secret experimental labs where they would try to create life, and it's where Double X and all these weird Kirby creations created from, and the Guardian and the clones of the Newsboy Legion and the original Newsboy Legion who was still alive but as adults all worked there and they created Gar- you know the clone of Guardian and them to kind of be security. Are they bad? Because Superman, no. like in his inner monologue, he sounded like pretty okay with whatever they're genetic, yeah. they're GMO yeah. trees no. that then, were super hard. I don't know. I they're, feel like they're they're up to being whatever because in the Young Justice right. show they're bad but not bad Yeah, or they're it, bad it, at first and then in the Supergirl show and CW they they were bad in the first yeah. or the second season like yeah. oh Cadmus is behind this so there's been and like in the original Jimmy Olsen run they were they were good but there was this, because they were so secret there was some stuff hints that oh maybe they're up to something bad over in this corner of the project so they're both everybody's got an agenda they're so, supposed yeah. to be good and then they convinced Superman they were good originally. yeah so yeah Superman's fighting in this you know makeshift Cool, like tree fortress. That's, yes. that's another Kirby thing from the Jimmy Olsen series. The 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 habitat. It's where the Harrys lived. Who were these? Like it was the '60s. They were these like kind of new gods combined with hippies. Interesting. <laughs> sort of, oh my god. Lived in this tree. Uh, I want the. I want a series. <laughs> <laughs> I want crystals. I want like tapestries and shawls. <laughs> And everybody around campfires with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> They're pretty good. That's something sad in the series, though. Yeah, the habitat gets destroyed. I hope it comes back. I oh, like have a charity uh, concert. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be really cool <laughs> if they brought back more Kirby concert or more Kirby concepts uh, in current DC universe stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. So Superman is in the middle of fighting. He starts hitting him with these tree structures. Guardians going, "Hey, how you doing? You win yet?" And, these, uh, these were some cool pages. These are yeah. my favorite pages. And then they get knocked out as a. Doomsday takes off, and he's now 50 miles from Metropolis, but then makes it to Metropolis. All because he saw that name on the TV show. Yeah. Where would he have gone any other way? Was he just going to continue in a straight line no matter what? Yeah, what if he had seen a show about Gotham? Oh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was just like going towards the Kardashians now. That would have been like, I don't need your help. Yeah. Colin's got a good one. Like, you see the Kardashians commercial on TV. (laughs) Kardashians. Must stop the bad content. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we gotta stop those influencers 
so Superman makes it back to Doomsday, who's now fully revealed. <coughs> he's yeah. full suit off. Oh, his arm. Yeah, he's yeah. looking uh, pretty bony. For <laughs> Still wearing his little booties and his little shorts. Yeah, they had to keep something yeah. on. And by yeah. the way, the start of this issue, he kills two dudes. Yeah, snaps that neck. I think that was a lady in the first page, too. Got a little ponytail. It was the 90s, though. Could be. Uh, so then, yeah, you get to see Double X talking with Guardian. So it's like his, like, uh, it's like his oracle, his eyes in the sky kind of thing. Yeah, yeah man, in the, is t- man like, in the chair. Like all the good, al- like, he's not alien, but all the good creatures, he's telepathic and keeps in touch with everybody. Keeps everybody synced up with what's going on. So Superman is, you know, we got a little bit more exposition from Double X of, like, what this creature is that Maxima even decided. So Maxima has, like, psychic power, super strength. Oh, right. She's telepathic, too. Yeah. Uh, she's just, like, super oh my God, they're just getting everybody tele- telepathy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Double X then, yeah, says, you know, it only lives to kill. It only has rage. It only wants destruction. Like, that's it. It's not anything else but that. So, I, I can't remember. I think it might have been a lot earlier on. They were talking about when Doomsday and Superman were fighting earlier on that he realized he wasn't magic, so he thought it would be okay. Mm. So I, I'm i surprised oh, yeah. even like all the way back then he still had that like magic clause. Oh, yeah. Was that, has that kind of been like since the get-go? His Achilles heel magic? I think since sometime in the... I think since sometime in the '60s, they were they had been saying that oh, magic and kryptonite are the only things that can hurt him. Um, now I just want like a like kryptonite voodoo doll or something like that. <laughs> yeah, somebody's like, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> See, he's not completely unstoppable. He's got weaknesses. Superman? Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we stop? And Zatanna's his worst nightmare. And yeah, Shazam. They, yeah, yeah. Like, Zatanna could take him out. Uh, Clearing the Witch Boy could take him out. <laughs> oh gosh, Clearing the Witch Boy—that'd be fun. Mister Mind. <laughs> I showed Colton what Mr. Mind was from the Shazam comics. Yeah. <laughs> Little caterpillar. <laughs> He's <Ugh>. so cute. <laughs> what could he do? Uh, <laughs> so then you get Superman is really putting it on after Doomsday fell into Underworld and killed off some of those Warworlders, which causes explosion in Underworld, which a big, huge eruption comes out. That's a really cool panel of like the explosion and them being launched out of it. That is that is cool. From, yeah. Like a gas line. Taking out a couple blocks of Metropolis. Yeah. You get back to Lex Luthor and Supergirl hanging out. God, he just looks like all father in this to me. I can't stop. He does. I can't handle it. Uh, Supergirl finally asks one last time to go out and help, and he's like, you know what? Sure. And immediately she gets <laughs> yeah. puttied. I was very confused for a second. Yeah, I, <laughs> I laughed. I was extra confused. It was about 30 minutes after you left. I read this after you were asking about Supergirl. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's this. And then this, I just started laughing. I was yeah. like, that explains it. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was just a, like when I first saw it. It's like, is that just like a dra- like dramatized like view of like what happens to somebody's head like when you get hit by him? Yeah, dude, like, hits her in the head and her whole face. Head and face just, just splatters. Yeah. And then she's a purple, purple person with googly eyes, <laughs> falls to the ground. And Ma- then. The Matrix. Or Matrix. Yeah. I think that was her name. Yeah. So then, so then, then you got some more Superman characters, which I had no idea all these Superman characters had so much influence or had so much access to crazy weapons. Yeah, these were. Bibbo all... or Bobbo or whatever yeah, his name Bibbo is. Bibbo is Superman's number one fan. He owns the bar. Bibbo's. Yeah, he's, apparently he's got a power but belt he, and a yeah, cannon. Well, Professor Hamilton provided that stuff because. At the time, he was the the science guy in, in Superman's supporting cast. Okay. <laughs> and I don't even know who she is. I don't remember her at all. Gert, Gertrude or something? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Bibbo always ends up coming back. Kind of shoulder pads. Mr. Bibowski. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I really like this one. Oh, Where, yeah. Uh, these it, two, Maggie Sawyer and Ben Turpin. Uh, all the lasers. All, all the, the lasers. Uh, what are they called? Kirby dots? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, Kirby yeah. Nuts. Yeah, Ben Turpin. He was a Kirby creation, totally based on Kirby. Yeah, yeah he does look pretty badass. He's got a bowler, he got bowler hat and a too. big gun. He got killed and it was a big deal because he was a popular character. Really? Yeah. He does look pretty cool, actually. I kind of yeah. like him. I like how they gave him like, a pistol that shoots laser. Like It's like a giant... Dr- <laughs> like, it looks no spacey at all, but it shoots lasers out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is back when they could still show smoking in comics, too. Uh-huh. What, can uh-huh. they not can they do that anymore? Yeah, they... They don't do that anymore. Even if they show a character like Nick Fury, like the original Nick Fury, mm-hmm. smoked a lot. That, that Const- could, they could still have a cigar, but it just couldn't be lit. It wasn't Constantine. <laughs> isn't Constantine able to still smoke though? Yeah, but he has comments? cancer, so maybe that justifies it. Because they had the thing where they couldn't allow. I forget when it happened. I thought he was on cover smoking though, like yeah. the original, like oh. Rebirth. Helped with, I don't know. Maybe people just maybe like now everybody just realizes it's, it's so bad for you that they're like nobody's not going to do it anyways. Can you imagine if they let uh, vaping be on in the comics? Or on the covers, can you imagine Hell Hell or uh, Hellblazer vaping? Constantine just doing a vape I on the cover because there's no way John would do that. <laughs> then he no. talks about how it's cherry scented mates. <laughs> I'm trying to think who would vape. Just spooks all the demons. It's cherry scented, and then just kills them. I feel like Booster Gold would vape. Booster Gold. Maybe he'd be like, it's the future. Yeah. Booster Gold. Try try a gold vape. I feel like Damien would he vape. He should have some kind of like just in his dad's face in his force field in his costume. They just let some vape. Vape. Like, Right there, like then they have to put anything yeah. in his mouth. Oh my gosh! I, I hope that'd, that'd be a great parenting issue for Tom King. That could have been one of the nightmares issue is him trying to raise Damien, and Damien starts vaping, and then vapes in his face. Like you don't tell me what to do, or, Dad. Or Damien decides <laughs> just not a hero anymore. He's like, mm, I'm done with him. I'm gonna yeah. go to high school. Oh, his now, worst nightmare. No uh, Robins. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> uh, Spider Man Far From Home. If they, I hope there's a vape joke with uh, Mysterio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like he, he takes off the helmet and he just has Dick <laughs> just, just has a fat vape in his mouth. <laughs> It's not a special effect, guys. It's just what I'm doing. I'm really into this right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the real movie we need to see. Hot bowl. <laughs> and a hot box in it. <laughs> Superman's in the middle of fighting, helping out the uh, the SCU. The Special Crimes Unit. Special Crimes Unit with their laser guns because special crime requires special yeah. lasers. Maggie Sawyer headed that up before she moved to Metropolis. As I mean, Gotham. Gotham. So then you got some dudes with some kite glider things on their back shooting lasers from them. Whoa, I never knew that character was originally from uh, Metropolis. Yeah, That's so from, cool. From these years of Superman. Oh, that yeah. makes me so happy. And then she went to Gotham. And, and then met Kit Kane. And, and then, then Batwoman. You know, get married. They had their relationship. And, mm-hmm. Still sad about that. And it ripped. I, I think ripped. Maggie Sawyer actually was DC's first, first lesbian character. Oh, and then didn't she cool. also become the question at one point? Um, or is that Renee Montoya? Uh, Renee Montoya did, yeah. God, I, I want to go find all these storylines. Track them all down. You probably have most of these storylines. I probably do, yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. have 52, yeah, Renee becomes the question in 52. Okay. You have them. Hey, you have it too. You haven't read it. <laughs> yeah, but I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, Trevor, I'm waiting to, you know, read it in the books. I don't watch YouTube videos. I don't watch YouTube I videos. <laughs> I read the freaking Ooh, burn. Oh, burn, huh? Oh, Roman, don't even open this can of worms. I will destroy this boy over here. I don't know. I'm not I'm gonna, you got any, any more Naomi issues? I, I don't notice uh, I've got any. Three weeks after they've been out, like, oh, yeah, you just got his video. You don't even notice you got you didn't get your Naomi issues? Like, come on, man. You got to know what you're getting out of your poll list. Yeah. You're a good friend. Thank you. <laughs> you're my best friend. Wow, are you gaslighting me right now? You're going to no. abuse me and then you're going <laughs> to... Oh, yeah. uh, oh, Doomsday. Oh, man, Doomsday is really kicking Superman's ass. Yeah, it sure is. Just like I'm going to kick your ass later. <laughs> Please no, I'm sick. 
So uh, I'm coughing my face. <laughs> <laughs> I win the long game. <laughs> Bacteria. Uh, so Lois yeah, Lane shows. For you. Lois Lane shows up. You know, because they're in a helicopter, it's naturally going to get shot down. Has she think... changed her outfit like three times in she the sequel? Yeah. Like comic. <laughs> she has. Span over a couple of days, maybe. Superman saves them, then gives a passionate kiss. So she knows that he's Clark in this. Yeah. But yeah, I love how this yeah. whole time Jimmy doesn't even notice that they're having this moment before he goes off to, you know. Nobody notices. Oh, yeah, he's looking away in the in the panel. Yeah, oh, look, I got this picture. Nobody notices. He was like, what's going on there? Yeah, it seems pretty obvious. Uh, well, Lois Lane's cheating. And goes in for this awesome one page of him. Looks like he, like, tripped <laughs> flying. And I know, he's, like, somersaulted. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, like, hitting him with the back of his neck and his trap, like, his uh his traps, basically. In, yeah. In wrestling, they call that a spear, but he, I think Superman did it wrong. Oh, come on, Superman. Watch your, hit him with your neck. Watch your wrestling, It's the strongest part of his body. <laughs> yeah, his neck's the strongest muscle. Uh, then he gets just... Wow, these, turns are, into these are just wrestling. He just, Doomsday <laughs> turns him into a shovel and then just sticks him in the ground. Yeah, I, when, I, when I saw that, actually, it's funny because, yeah, that's called a pile driver. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> totally wrestling. This is great. Lois Lane, you know, thinks that it's okay to, you know, distract Doomsday. Yeah, I like how she's like, I need to go do something. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then she immediately gets there and then things are happening and, and she's she freaking out. Yeah, she's like, oh, God, what does he yeah, want? Yeah, like, she's on the ground. In like, front of what were you going to do then? Uh, strong women representation here. Though I did really like this page. The oh, laser headshot of Superman blasting with his heat vision. Blasting with the heat vision. And then he gets cut with some bones. And he's got the scrapes across his face. Uh, it's just getting bloody now. And it's so good. Uh, awesome just, you know, slugfest happening. Back and forth. And then the final, the final moment. Like Superman talks about putting everything into it. And it looks like Doomsday, apparently by the narration, is doing that as well. He does uh, two hands on top of Doomsday's head. I guess, like, crushing it yeah, inwards. Right to the, right to the chin. Yeah, and then Doomsday just, yeah, uppercuts him right in the chin. And then you get all these really big moments, like one page dedicated to different people around the world all taking in what they're just witnessing. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Where was Bloodwind during all this? He just was like, bye. And then he's all of a sudden saying, he must survive. It cannot end like this. Yeah, he's there with ice. I, mean, I was like, you seem to care a lot now. <laughs> he needed to be alone. Maybe he couldn't hold his, like, uh, there's, form. there's lots of, like, rough cuts in this where it's like, wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Of course, I had how many different writers and artists doing mm-hmm. these? Because mm-hmm. these are all, like, yeah. issues of going across the Yeah, before they, uh, before email, you know, when it was back when it was such a big thing. Yeah, they yeah. mentioned yeah. earlier on. They took notes going, oh, but Bloodwind disappeared. Sweet Bugs yeah, Bunny t-shirt. I explain that. I know, I saw that. Real happy there. Uh, Not really. She's oh, crying. Points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if he is crying. So, oh. and then you finally get like the moment. Kind Wait, of. Did, did yours fold out? Fold out. Oh, no. I remember the com- uh, in the comic. Yeah. But I, th- I think the thing that was really cool is I love this moment where she's holding him and he's asking about the the moment and like yeah like throughout for the whole ish, the, the whole run like I'm like the writing's corny and it's silly and stuff but then yeah you get to that next page where. It's finally him laying down and her crying, and then like I get that emotion finally hits in. Like wow, like that's intense. See for me, for there that was like there the writing did a good job. Yeah. See for me, it just I don't get, and I love Superman, but I don't get the emotional resonance with because it's so it's so. I I thought it was fun. Like that to this this page is awesome. Yeah, that cradling him, cradling him to this that next page that was good. Like for me, it blew it. The next page blew it for you. 
Yeah, cause, I thought it, cause, I thought it added to it. Because from it page perfect. to page, I was like, she's cradling him and it's really touching and everything. And apparently, then she like freaks out yeah, and drops him. him. Yeah, <laughs> his arm goes dramatically splayed like, out. And I was looking at the, and I look at his art. I was like, wait, look where his chest is and his head. So is his neck broken? Because <laughs> his head shouldn't be at that angle. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. For me, I personally, I personally like that. Uh, but I that believe she would just drop. It. That was the end. But <laughs> people don't have to worry. He's just playing. He's just sleeping. Uh, no, he's not. He's he was, not dead. He, he was actually dead for a while. Like all my fish, he's just sleeping. Well, and, I, what? and actually, this backup thing in I don't. I assume yours has this. Mm-hmm. This fake uh, Metropolis magazine news time. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. That for me, I think is, that's my favorite writing in the whole thing. Is this fake magazine? Oh yeah. Is, because it's got some great articles. Roman, did they advertise this event as like, oh, he's gonna die like months in advance, or was it like, oh, yeah. right up to it? Okay. Yeah, they did, and of course, everyone, you know, me, everyone, everyone in the media, everyone's like, oh, he's not really gonna die. Come on. And they did. So it was cool. They actually did. And then they and I think didn't they, do it. <laughs> yeah, but though I think they left him dead for at least a year. Two. That's years, actually maybe? kind of impressive for them to do that with Superman as yeah, being dead for a year. Then. Because then they did the whole thing with the the four replacement Superman and all that. And I mean, considering the time, I mean, at least now they kind of let some other characters sit for a while. I mean, you had Jean Grey gone for a long time. Wolverine yeah. was gone for what couple years? Not, well, if you're not counting all the six Wolverines they put in to replace him, to yeah. like kind of kind of keep people satiated. Yeah. Uh, well, at least with Superman, and they never went back, and I mean, they said that he was actually dead, dead. but there was still just enough spark. Dormant in his cell. If you needed to bring him back, you could. That's 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 fair. Yeah, they Reasonable. you know they used like Kryptonian pseudoscience. It's like, well, okay, sure. Is there a character <laughs> Roman that you would like to see make a return in DC or Marvel right now that's been dead? Maxima. Maxima. Um, yeah. No. Well, I, who knows if um, she died? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to see Xavier make a comeback. Because he's been dead for... Yeah, what was every... the question? Marvel and DC? Or Marvel or oh. DC. Like, Ex- Charles Xavier's been dead since Avengers vs. X-Men. Is he still dead? Well, they brought him back in Uncanny as he took over Phantom X's body. Okay. Or yeah. like a part of his soul did, but then right. it disappeared. Because how did he survive his like brain being grafted onto the Red Skull? Uh, apparently, whichever storyline well, like that was. That got put back, but apparently when he died, the Shadow King took part of his soul with him. Oh. And was holding it hostage, and then Phantom X let him drive his body around. Yeah. And then they had an annual where he met with the original X-Men, minus Cyclops, and had a little moment, and then just pieced out. But I think he's dead again, or just hmm. that was just like his body, like his consciousness faded. Okay. But I feel like I'm surprised they haven't brought him back after so long. Yeah, they will. I mean, especially with the direction the X-Men uncanny yeah, right now. Yeah, they will, going. and especially Professor X in particular. He's been killed, either staged his own death or or outright killed, like. I respect, of times. I respect that that man stages his own death. Yeah. Like, even more than any other characters, he's the one. <laughs> he's like, uh, the, the team, uh, they're not really doing too well right now. They we don't. need to get them together. They're not Goodbye. doing well right now. They could really use a Professor yeah. X. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, he needs to die so that it unifies them together. Or he needs to show up to unify them together. Either way, he's going to unify they've them. They've got enough people dying. Some flair to for the drama. Them. Yeah. He's going to have something, something happen. Man, I don't even feel like they know what direction they're going. Well, he might be coming back in those House of X and Powers of X oh, right. comics because there's a cool one. He yeah. does look kind of cool, like walking around with a weird dome helmet on, but we'll see. I just feel like this is off topic Superman, but just to go on a rant, I feel like they don't understand what they're doing with their X Men comics right now because they had the whole red, blue, gold. It was like fun, cool. Yeah. They had their uncanny, then they wanted to do one uncanny. 
great, cool. They had the the Age of X Men like thing where X Men shows up, and now they've got their Age of X Men event going, and then all the mutants are gone. But the buildup now is just so weird to it because now Cyclops and stuff is back. They're bringing some people back, but killing off a bunch of characters. But all these other characters aren't going back, so it feels like they're rebooting again. And then now you have House of X and Powers of X, and the advertisement shows all this stuff that makes no sense for it. It's like, hey, you've got like all these characters back. Okay, but a lot of them have stuff back that they weren't before. Like I think Psylocke is back to being Psylocke, and she's not in her original body again. She's back in her Absolutely. Japanese body. Yeah, I think like a lot of them went back to like these weird designs, or they're like designs that they've been long time ago so I'm like I feel like you're like doubling back on these directions you keep taking like, yeah follow through like, yeah come on well to bring a conversation back yeah Superman sorry oh no no, no. I was gonna say I know your character you missed the most is who Lagoon Boy dude I do wish Lagoon <laughs> He's he was gone too soon and did not get enough time in the spotlight that'd be my DC return give huh. me back my Lagoon Boy I would say like Wally West Kid Flash but he'll be back oh like Will he? but sure Okay, was... never mind. I'm not gonna go into Heroes in Crisis because <laughs> that, that could be its own. Because I was episode. gonna say Poison Ivy originally, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. uh. Yeah, I mean, we don't know yet. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah. New Fifty Two Joker. Uh, come on. I do. Yeah, I do want that freaking. But I think face on face action. I, think, I, think, I don't know who I'd want because everybody's gonna come back eventually. I guess Ted, All well, the Ted, Ford, Ted Ford's been back this whole time yeah. ever since DC Rebirth. He was yeah. hanging around with Jaime Reyes, but now he and a booster back, so that's cool. He's back. I wish they would bring the. I mean, I think he is back. They refer to him every now and then, but I wish they'd make more use of the Creeper because I love the Creeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. he shows and up like in Doomsday Clock. Yeah, old Creeper shows up in Doomsday because he's older for some reason. Yeah, and he's like kind of a villain now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just thinking about, you know, like an old Creeper. An old Creep? <laughs> yeah, he's old Creep. Hey, I love comics. <laughs> Come on over to Uncle Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to be juice, boys? Here for your daughter, Chuck. I think it was like the first time you laughed really hard when I did that. I was like, here for your comics, super. <laughs> Came into your room. Uh, but yeah, let's wrap up this with a, with a nice old rating. What, what give, would, give a death to this podcast. Yeah. How many how many <laughs> deaths would you rate this this death of Superman? Um, All this death, what would you rate it? Boy. This is, this is so, so... 90s comic. A lot of this writing is pretty bad in this, I thought. Well, the art's pretty bad. I mean, I really liked, like, I forget which artist now did which. Um, there's certain arts I really art I like in this, but I had a hard time with this. I really liked Doomsday. I liked the pacing of that. I liked how he, how they paced it, showing up the mystery around him. But mm-hmm. even Superman, I was like, man, that doesn't quite seem like the Superman we know. I'm, I, boy, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna give this one a low score. Give it an honest score, huh? I'll give it a three. Three oh, deaths. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. What about what about you? Uh, I probably gave it a seven unnecessary giant spikes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm coming from. I wanted to read this not because I necessarily thought it was gonna be the most awe-inspiring story, but it's referenced so much in the DC mythos. And you know, when you think of Nightfall, when you think of like Crisis and Time, I think and um, this event, these are like kind of the big events that I feel like shaped the 90s of comics. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, sure. I thought that just because it has such current relevance that it would be great to read it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And historically, and 
comics. This is one of the big, big line. We had people come in and you know never set foot in the store, never set foot in the store again, just mm-hmm. to get that one issue seventy five. Wow, the actual death. Crazy. I would say I'd say like a six and a half. I like Superman, and I definitely go to get a lot of Superman stories on my on my shelf in the collection, mm-hmm. like Roman. The Doomsday stuff was really cool. I like the pacing for it. I like the back and forth, how they like kind of cut from scene to scene. I thought that was really good. Art, I mean, the art was definitely 90s, but I definitely, the writing was, eh. It was eh. It was, it was all right. I just felt like I wish that there was more involvement. And maybe, you know, that JLA at the time was like, you know, the big thing. So this might be a really biased perspective, but I wish I would have seen a Batman, a Wonder Woman. Yeah, like, I wish would I, they? yeah, I wish that we would have had like that tie-in of like really big characters into it because I think that for me, I understand the importance of the event, but it still feels like they were constantly justifying him being a badass the whole mm-hmm. time. Like, oh, I've never seen him try so hard, or I've never seen him punch this hard, or I like, get hit that. So I feel like they were trying to build it up in the story rather than like creating events that showed it being a big deal it's about yeah. Superman yeah leave Batman alone okay well Batman could have got his ass kicked and that could have made Superman look like a more badass if like he's the only one who That's could true. like keep up with you know it, this creature and like Wonder Woman and all of them could it yeah. would have been nice if more like leaguers showed up because they just had the one team moving cool yeah, like they had a, a backup like or the backup preserves or like something kind of thing but it was still it was good it just meh, it, was, it was not super Manish enough yeah. for me. I'm glad we read it though. Yeah. I'm super glad I read it. I mean, it's oh, yeah. important. It's glad an important piece it. of DC history, I would say. So that's the death of Superman. So it was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to know what we're reading next? Sure. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so the next book, wow, since, tease. <laughs> since, since we went around and all kind of did a pick, and I talked about how we kind of make our after we've all done a rotation, the next one kind of interesting. For this next one, perfect acceptable podcast will be the one selecting the book. A so, perfectly acceptable book. No, picking perfectly acceptable <laughs> book. And, you know, whatever they pick, we'll, we'll make sure to update people on the Comics Place Facebook page. Uh, keep an eye out for the Perfectly Acceptable podcast. They're a Comics Place podcast like us. They're the, they're the podcast. Uh, check out their podcast for their next episode where they'll announce what book that we'll be reading. And, yeah, keep an eye out for this episode. So thanks for tagging along with us on this super journey and hope you all have a super time. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye. So long.